this episode is sponsored by audible.com. If anybody doesn't know, I'm sure most people do at least, Audible is a application or a website that you can use on your phone or computer that you can get access to audiobooks. Every month they will give you one free new book to try and listen to. Audible doesn't only do audiobooks, they also have comedy, self-help, fitness programs, wellness programs, and I'm a huge fan of the wellness programs personally, but also the audiobooks. Audible.com has thousands and thousands of titles. Mm -hmm. It would take you, I think, like 300 years to go through their entire library or something crazy like that. And to get your free trial, it is 30 days through our link. It is audibletrial.com slash the extra sisters. And that is T-H-E-E-X-O-R-C-I-S-T-E-R-S. And we just want to give a huge thank you yes, to thank audible.com you. for the sponsorship. Mm-hmm. And we are the the Extra Sisters, so sit back, relax, and let's get creepy. Welcome to episode number 82, and in this episode, we are going to be discussing a little bit different type of vibe. We're going to be discussing Shaun of the Dead from 2004, so more of a horror comedy, if you will, Mm -hmm. and one that I have not watched on purpose. I have avoided this movie well, I guess since 2004, because uh, it's I'm just not like a like spoof movie kind of person. Like I hate all of the scary movie saga mm-hmm. of films, and so I thought this one was gonna be pretty much similar. So uh, you had you seen this before? No, only okay. like little clips. So this okay. was my first time seeing this film. But it did have a 92% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is really high for us. Yeah, people love this movie. Yeah, and I knew that. I knew, but a lot of people, you know, quote, scary movie and stuff. So I kind of thought it was just one of those where people just, I don't know. But it was definitely different. Mm-hmm. And I actually, spoiler alert, had a lot of fun with this movie. So. <gasps> yes, I was hoping. Yes, because I know that you were really pulling for this one. <laughs> I was. It's a fun movie, and then I know so many other people like it. We had to do it at some point. Yeah, and I think it's because, like, I just, I've always hated, like, stupid, not, so I really have a thing against, like, Will Ferrell-type comedy. Oh, yeah, same. Hate. And I, Yeah, and I know that Scary movies not like Will Ferrell either, but, like, it was different because I actually found myself giving a shit about the characters, you know, Uh like scary movie, obviously you don't care at all. Like you're, you're not supposed to, that's not what it's for. Right. And in this one, you know, there, the plot is, uh, it it was actually written and not that scary movie wasn't that, that sounds (laughs) stupid, but you know what I mean? It wasn't just like, we're going to take scream or whatever movie and just like make it stupid. They actually, right. like, developed a plot uh, to some extent, you know. A zombie right. movie is a zombie movie is a zombie movie, but they still made it their own, which... Right, obviously, Shaun of the Dead, you know, it's a Dawn of, Dawn, of, Dawn of the Dead. So they right. take a little from that, a lot from that, because, you know, yeah. zombies, George A. Romero. Yeah. And he actually loved this so much that he invited them, he invited Nick and Simon to be extras in his land of the dead so we actually appreciated the spoof that they did on so that's pretty cool yeah and but and what i i guess you know when i was watching it it they had like the tropey characters from dawn of the dead but you and you knew that watching it 
but the acting took on the life of those characters in a way right. that spoof movies I know that the actors like in Scary Movie and the spoof movies aren't there to shit on the original, but they know that they're there to like make fun of it. And this cast knew that they were there to make a spoof of Dawn of the Dead, but they weren't there like, I don't know, it just didn't feel like they were making fun of a movie. Yeah, it's less making fun. Yeah, it's more going, it's a love story to it. Hey, we loved Dawn of the Dead. Here we go. We're going to make our own fun one. Exactly. We're like all the, I've only seen bits and pieces of certain scary movie films. And I'm like, this is, ugh, it just makes me feel dirty. So (laughs) never really liked them. But if you've never seen this film, it is like we just said an ode to dawn of the dead because sean of the dead so our main character's name is sean and i what i really liked about this film too is it starts out going through the monotony of life and it also reminded me of the ode to george a romero that the dead don't die just did this past year just Mm -hmm. in a different way you know it showed like the zombie-esque that we all do like getting up and going to our jobs and just like the day-to-day life and pretty much how that starts out which i appreciated because watching this kind of going through the covid19 coronavirus stuff still being very fresh you know it it was all like oh you know going through our normal lives and it all being disrupted it also felt kind of real the placement of when we're recording and watching and, right you know what i mean and it was just kind of like interesting and it kind of also changed my perception of the movie watching it going through all of that in the real world at the same time not that covid-19 was zombies but it still was like zombie like you know we're getting up and going to our jobs and there's just like this major disruption that happens right which was interesting but i also it you kind of i like that they made the main character he's like definitely not a badass at all right which he's he's not great at his job he's not great at anything yeah and his friend is even worse (laughs) yeah which that's where like the humor comes in he's the fuck up like i guess they're both kind of fuck ups in that sense they're burnouts i guess mm-hmm. you can call them you know one of them doesn't even have a job and he's right. totally fine with that and everybody else is not and they're pushing <laughs> to get a job and sean you know has this girlfriend liz and he loves her a lot but she's just kind of like pushing him to be more and he's just fine with not being more and she finally gets tired of that and they break up and then the next day there's zombies and he doesn't even realize it the next day because he's so hung over from the day before then there's just fucking zombies everywhere mm-hmm. but some of the most iconic scenes that i have seen just teased are when they're just like they're like oh there are zombies and they're trying to like the one of the scenes is they're throwing records at them mm-hmm. you know in the backyard and so the and this is a british film or at least british actors but i'm assuming this it's a british film i was about to say i'm assuming this whole thing was done in because it looked like it was filmed in britain and everything yeah it's actually a trilogy so this is the first one in a set of three the other two are hot fuzz and the world's end which neither one of those are horror at all well i i guess maybe hot fuzz is about a killer in a small town and the world's end is about the end of the world they're pretty good yeah i haven't seen either one of them but you know but british humor is a little i i really enjoy british humor 
and so I love British humor it's so dry yeah. yes my humor yeah. man <laughs> so every time that they were doing the stupid like trying to beat up the zombies or make fun of them or whatever they were doing I was I was actually laughing out loud which a lot of even the horror like you know, horror comedies, if you will. I don't like, I'll just like chuckle to myself a little bit, but this one I was actually laughing because it was actually pretty funny. Well, yeah, there's even a point right when the the zombie in the backyard where you're talking about the record players yeah. or records. Records, um, yeah. And there's a point where the zombie falls down on like an umbrella stand. She impales herself on it. And his burnout friend is Ed. He starts pulling out his camera to watch her pulling her body off this freaking thing. That'd be me. I'm sorry. At the end of the world, I'm watching a zombie pull its body off something where it should be dead. I'm taking a picture. Well, and it's, speaking of that camera, one of the scenes, like one of the first things I actually laughed out loud is they're just like staring at her and he starts winding the camera. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh God. And I made a note, like this is completely unrelated to this movie at all this is just something i always do when i'm watching like films from the late 90s early 2000s when he's walking through the like the corner store Mm -hmm. to get his soda one of my favorite things to do in this era because that's when i was like my childhood or being a teenager i really like to look i know this is british so it's a little bit different in this scenario but i really like to look at the snack packaging because if you pay attention to that it will like propel you into memory because i was like oh the ritz packaging i remember when it looked like that and i just i don't know i just made that note and i was like oh remember when ritz looked like that like the ritz interesting that's funny because i actually thought of that in when we talked about them for 1950s part one because there's a box of ritz crackers from the 50s i'm like oh my god look at the packaging back then I love doing that shit. Like, oh my God. Like, especially with some of the old 90s. Like, well, they'll be eating Doritos or whatever. And I look at that packaging. I was like, oh my God, you remember when Doritos looked like that? Right. So I just, I just. That takes great that. too, though, just on, on the film side. Because right in the beginning, you follow him through his journey from the house to the corner store to get his stuff. And mm-hmm. then you follow him the next day when the zombies are there to do the same thing. And that's all one long take. That's pretty fucking cool. You, they don't do that usually. Yes, it, and it it's really and the same people and cars and everything mm-hmm. and just showing how he doesn't even notice that the kid with the soccer ball is a fucking zombie and the mm-hmm. guy that was watching his car like he kind of sees that his windows all or his windshields all busted in but he's like oh well shit happens like whatever right <laughs> you know and even the first day he's like every time he hears that there could possibly be some sort of outbreak going on he like changes the channel or the radio yes every time he like does not give a fuck (laughs) the corner store it's owned by a hindu man and that's the radio he has playing is hindi music and it stops to interrupt with a radio bot broadcast that's in that language and that in that language if you speak it it basically says that the dead are waking from their graves which is pretty cool ew So another thing that I really enjoyed was uh, everyone loving his sweet mother and her name being Barbara. Just yeah, they um, even say we're coming to get you, Barbara. Barbara, yes, it's that great. was it's great. Yeah, that was another thing because she comes in pretty quickly because his stepfather comes into the store to be like, you need to bring your mother flowers, and you learn that he quickly does not like his stepfather. And one of the first things they do, they have to make a plan. They need to go get his mother and they need to go get his girlfriend or his ex-girlfriend. 
And so we have to go get Barbara. Mm -hmm. And I know that Barbara's in obviously Night of the Living Dead, but I know, and I know we're talking about Dawn of the Dead, but George A. Romero's just uh, all encompassing here. So, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> His mom is so sweet, though. I agree yeah. with you because like right in the beginning sean says he wants to bring his girlfriend to dinner and his mom leaves a message back later saying she doesn't know because so many people don't eat meat nowadays and i'm like this was 2004 are you serious that's a thing yeah what should i make <laughs> she's just like this sweet the sweetest like soft-spoken british mommy mm -hmm. or mum. i know they call them mummy over mm -hmm. there yeah, <laughs> sweet british mummy and so we have to, they, they make this plan to, well, first of all, they also have this third roommate as a little side saying that it has been bitten and there's that. And there's so, that. So he has not turned yet, but he will and we'll get to that. He turns <laughs> naked. Like that'd be the worst. Naked <laughs> in the shower. Yeah. He like takes a shower cause he's feeling all shitty cause you get sick and then you turn just like most zombie films and i'm assuming he took a shower because he felt bad and then he gets out and he's a zombie so that sucks <laughs> at least he's got like a nice pretty... little scar yeah and yeah <laughs> at least he's got like a pretty nice bod though that's at least, true at least he's not walking around like you know super emaciated naked or like you know my 600 pound life naked yeah but even that that's another thing the previous day when there weren't zombies Sean goes into the bathroom and he closes the medicine cabinet and there's his roommate. And even with this, Sean goes in the bathroom, closes the medicine cabinet, and his roommate is dead in the shower right there. Yeah. See, that's... You know, I know that he loves his roommate, the one that is, like, burnout to the nth power here. But he forgets to... He, like, leaves the front door open all the time. That would be grounds for anyone to not be able to defend anymore. Like, oh yeah stop leaving the front door open well, he's not even he doesn't even live there that's the worst part right he's just leaving he their just door walks open in. eating their food and playing their video games oh good this is super annoying <laughs> yeah fucking a man jesus i would start with he doesn't even live there <laughs> he doesn't even go here <laughs> exactly yeah, and the worst part is he doesn't even live there. He's just leaving their door open, eating their food, playing their video games, and it's not even his place. I mean, he's, like, basically, the, he said he pays, like, rent 20% 20, 20 of the time or something like exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. So, they he leaves their front door open all the fucking time, which, of course, you know is going to let a zombie in later, which it does. And so, but anyways, we've gotten to the zombie parts, but I just want to circle back to that one guy that's naked. The naked zombie guy I forgot about. The naked guy, okay, yeah. got it. Naked, naked zombie guy. <laughs> but they do take his car. They go get to Barbara. Barbara's husband has been bitten, but she doesn't want to leave her husband because she's in denial this whole time. She's like, no, because even later on, she thinks, oh, my friends live around here. And she thinks that's... They're like wandering around in these backyards and she's like, I think that's so-and-so's house. She's like, I'm gonna go see him. <laughs> yeah. Even though they look like fucking zombies. So she's just like <laughs> not, she's like too pure for this zombie world. Right. Oh yeah. So she's like, even though she sees everything that's going on, she still just like cannot wrap her head around it, I guess. So her husband gets bit and uh, so we're still going to put him in the car because we don't have the guts to do anything else. So I get it. Like, that's hard. That's a hard situation to be in. That's right. your stepdad, your mom's husband, even if you don't like him. 
and you were going to go pick up ex-girlfriend and her two flatmates, as they would say in the UK, <laughs> which one of them is kind of our pain in the ass character, you know, the one that is pushy the whole time and is going against the grain and causing all the problems and going to get everybody killed that guy yeah yeah that guy exactly <laughs> david I, is, is his name david i think his name's david i think so yeah the one with the harry potter glasses. yeah it's david <laughs> yeah the harry potter glasses <laughs> so we go get them and then we all cram in this car and of course the guy turns when we're in the car and everybody's child locked in the back seat so there are some like problems that make this movie funny like the fact that there's no children in this whole scenario but he still has the child locks on in the back seat and they all get child locked in the back seat with the zombie yeah he's got the child locks on for sean who's like in his 30s yeah perfect for safety <laughs> for safety for safety well because you find out that he really does love him so of yeah. course he wants him safe Right. He's been a hard ass, but like because he thought that's what he needed to be right. you know, in his life because he lost his father. I'm, they just say his father wasn't. I'm assuming his dad died when he was yeah, young. No idea, but I would assume, yeah. When he was like 12. So there's this emotional scene of him confessing that, you know, I was just trying to be there for you and then died. And then. <laughs> She, he's trying to tell his mom like he's dead and she's like no he's not no, he's, he's not. right there and he's fucking zombied out man which you know and like I said the humor actually hit and I was really surprised because like everybody like my whole 2004 to now life has been like you need to watch Shaun of the Dead and I'm like no I don't like I, I want, I'm not gonna like it you're gonna be wasting your time if you sit me down and watch Shaun of the Dead for me to look at you and go that was fucking stupid and I hated it and that's been my attitude and I apologize because I was wrong well I'm glad that you see a different side of it because I love this movie it's so funny yeah like I, I mean I've already talked about it at nauseam. I just you know stupid humor can be such a hit and miss but I should have you know given the fact that it was British real you know known it was going to be a little drier than our stupid like mm -hmm. American like spoof comedy because like that just does not do it for me so right I, I'll give I'll give some more British humor a chance next time if it's British I'll be like okay fine so now we've got the gang together and they don't have a car. So now we're going to do this on foot. And Sean has taken over this leader role. And because he's got to get his woman back and he's got to prove that he can, you know, take charge of something because she said that she just can't wait around for him anymore. And that's basically why she dumped him, you know, like he's mm -hmm. got to do something with his life and she can't wait around. So exactly. What better time to right prove that i can do something with my life than right before everybody is about to die so he's like let's go to the winchester which is so which funny is why she broke up with him because they always go to right. winchester yeah which is also funny because one of the very first coronavirus memes i saw was let's, let's just go to, go to the winchester and wait and now you out. know what it means yes yeah. so now i know that their whole was to go to the pub and just wait this out <laughs> which mm -hmm. is not a bad plan the only flaw here is that it's not a bar and grill 
<laughs> Which it's is a bar and peanuts. Point out in the film, they're like, yeah, so it has alcohol, but it ain't got no food. <laughs> okay, so this is this is coming from an American. Nobody shoot me. I'm confused because I thought pubs in the UK normally were like restaurants and family establishments where you could go and have food and alcohol. So I'm a little confused on that, but obviously this is a British film. They would know better than me and they made it. So I, maybe there are different types of them. I don't know. I know from our analytics that we have quite a few listeners from the UK. So let us know. So I know they had like snacks and arcade games and stuff. So maybe it's like here where like we have certain things. Like I know this is like a national franchise in the United States. Like old Chicago where it is like a family but it still has a bar. But we also have bars where it's like only a bar you know where you only drink so that's true i don't know maybe it's one of those establishments because i do know that like you know you can go to a british pub and they do have menus because i googled it (laughs) (laughs) you know i don't know but this one only had snacks so they did not but you know they went to a place that nobody else was at and was pretty that they knew had a gun yeah they just didn't know if it was real or not (laughs) right you know but it was somewhere that they were familiar with and that they knew had some sort of supplies and had multiple levels so it wasn't like the stupidest place in my opinion honestly i know that they were like winchester but hey if you need to go somewhere the only thing it was in a pretty populated area so like that loses the point but you know that probably would have worked out though if they hadn't busted the goddamn window david yeah (laughs) he's like there's a door around back and he's like no i'm gonna crash through this window right now which you know he do do that he crashes the window (laughs) a lot of sound but like they're just gonna come it's like water zombies are like water they're gonna come flooding through whatever they can in droves and they're gonna be unstoppable because wherever they find a crack they're gonna leak through so what do you think is going to happen? Which is the point they make. It's not like that was lost on them. Just because this is a spoof movie, it's not like all logic goes out the window. You know, like right. a scary movie. I keep comparing to scary movie because, like, they're both spoof movies. But you know what I mean? Like, one, there is no logic. And then in this one, there there is. So mm-hmm. it's just like, what do you, what did you think was going to happen once you got in there? He didn't and, care. He just wanted to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, panic. People are stupid when they panic. So one of the things is that I was like, what with this was when he took off, he kind of wanted to draw the zombies away. And so he just basically walked through the crowd. You're telling me he didn't trip. Not one of those zombies grabbed him Mm -hmm. or like took his arm or anything yeah that's the comedy part of it had this been just dawn of the dead he would be dead (laughs) (laughs) right back you know it's one of those movie magic things though exactly that's fine because then they're arguing you know back there he left us i'm like um well if he hadn't you would be dead but it's Mm -hmm. they're they're calling out to those difficult characters that are so insufferable that you just want to smack in the fucking face at how ridiculous their logic is so you know that's what i would assume that is a dig at because then he's like oh hey guys right he just pops back up oh great cool everybody the gang's all here 
And then they're, of course, having the, oh, there's no food here except for peanuts. Now we're going to starve. And you get peanuts and beer. <laughs> Which, I guess if you have to die somewhere, peanuts and beer and darts and pool and arcade games, it's not like the worst way to go. Right? I'd take that one. Yeah, over being like in a house, barricaded up, being, you know, terrified. Mm -hmm. In a pub with, you know your friends yeah yeah it's an alcohol and just getting wasted like okay that's like not the worst i think zombies would be one of the worst ways to go though yeah honestly like later david goes because everybody eventually like you know it's dawn of the dead everybody gets fucking picked mm -hmm. off they just rip into his stomach with their hands like that yeah, that's terrible zombies in general are just like brutal like i would r much rather if i was going to be ripped apart by zombies just shoot me in the face please freaking a right like if you have to leave me behind please just shoot me and then leave me exactly for the love of god don't let them just wrap <laughs> first but he's back and of course they there's you know a problem where we have to go flip on fuses and then he's like oh they're gonna come in eventually so we have that like we're not safe here very long and we have the internal conflict and then we find out poor barbara's been bitten and she didn't want to be a bother to anyone and let anybody i love that she's so cute even like, though she's gonna kill people she didn't want anybody to worry and it's like barbara <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna kill people now but okay didn't want to exactly but this is actually what the movie was successful at, even though it's a spoof movie with its own rules and logic and, you know, laughs and stuff like that. What it did do was made you really, really sad. When, oh, yeah, you definitely feel for her and, and him. Yeah, the acting is actually good, they, I, in my opinion. Both Nick and Simon, so Ed and Sean, they both burst into tears after they killed her in that scene. Oh, I bet. That's awful. Because yeah. she's bitten and she dies. And they have this whole, you know, situation where they do. She's going to turn slash does turn and they have to sh shoot her with a shotgun. Like, it's mm -hmm. terrible. And we don't expect spoof movies to really heartstrings. go that deep and get that serious and make you really give a shit about the characters. Right. So, yes, when you do, it's kind of surprising when you're actually into it and you are pulling for, you're at least pulling for the two main characters as friends, his girlfriend and the mom. Like, the friends are kind of auxiliary characters where you're like, you know what, David, they die, they die. die. But, and the other girl, she can die. But at least the mom, the friends, and the girlfriend, like, I would like them to live, you know. Mm-hmm. But the mom dies, and then the zombies get in, and then you know, our two auxiliary characters die pretty quickly when that happens. And then fucking his best friend gets bitten, and you're like, are you fucking kidding me? And that's something as somebody who's never seen this film, but knowing of it and those two characters was not something I was expecting. Really? It took by surprise? Yeah, well, I mean, I guess knowing, like, zombie films and Dawn of the Dead in general, it's something I should have expected, but you do expect, now the ending, you get a little uh, humor and, you know, yeah, closure there, but 
you know, you kind I think of it's cool that. when a movie can surprise you like that because there's so often when we watch these movies when we're like, oh, that's going to happen. They're going to come out that door. They're going to do that. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. And it wasn't like I was, you know, it like ruined it for me because it didn't. I'll, you know, it was easy to accept once it happened, mm-hmm. you know, but I was like, oh, shit. You know, you expect them to kind of be, you know, at this point, his girlfriend and both of them to kind of be like the three musketeers you know like right they're gonna be the three that come out of this out of the the group that we started with he doesn't get like eaten or taken away from them immediately they do go down into the cellar together eventually and now he is very fucked up but they actually contemplate suicide for a little bit because they have two shells left in their shotgun and three people but you know sean and, and liz are like you know we could off each other like one of us could do the other and then the other could just commit suicide and i talk about it a lot that's definitely a conversation that i would have like Mm -hmm. as opposed to being torn apart by human teeth like we have really dull teeth and nails like yeah that would be very slow like we've already talked about that a little bit but i would definitely have that conversation with whoever was left with me like which one of us is more likely to be able to kill themselves because then that person should kill the other person, you know, would have yeah, to be I, a conversation. I mean, in all seriousness, Connor and I have had the that talk of apocalypse, what would happen. Yeah. And I don't think I could kill myself. I honestly don't. So we've already, he offs me, then he kills himself. There we go. Done. I mean, I don't know if I could pull the trigger either. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I I don't I don't know though. Faced with a zombie about to come at me, I think I think once the zombies busted in the door and were yeah. coming at me, I think that adrenaline would allow me to do it. But if I was just sitting in a room by myself and they were on the other side, you know, I think it would take them busting in and coming at me for me to be able to do that. Totally agree. But then I'm you know, then it's possible that I don't do it in time. So it's like, ooh, somebody yeah, better exactly. <laughs> like, somebody <laughs> shoot me, please. Yeah. Anyways, they don't end up having to do that. Yeah, they get rescued. Yeah, they get, there's this little lift that gets them out of the cellar that they find. And then when they go into the street, they're about ready to go full, you know, war with these zombies with, she's got chains, which... I know people use that as a weapon a lot in these apocalypse movies, but if all I had were chains, oh, I would die. Oh, I agree. I would I don't never be able think to. I'd be strong enough to use that no, like, effectively. I would never be able to. I don't even know how I would wield chains as a weapon, like ever, but they don't have to because this military brigade comes in and saves them, and then you just cut to this ending scene where they're together and they're living this happy life and they have a place together and his best friend is a zombie in the shed and they get to play video games together Mm -hmm. which was the surprising closure that i had with him still kind of having his best friend in some capacity but what's interesting is after this all happens you, oh, so first of all, you don't ever find out what actually caused the zombies. It literally is about to say it and they change the channel. Yep. Which is interesting. <laughs> and then you see that they're using these zombies as like game shows or like props or this one woman's like, he's still my husband. I'm still married to him. And like yeah. reality shows and 
as human nature does, we use everything for our our personal entertainment. Yep. So I like that they threw that in at the end because usually with zombie films, you don't really get the what happens next we would actually do you know we would use them like zoo animals basically right Um, or things for women to go on talk shows and talk about marrying yeah exactly so yeah no i i had a a lot more fun with this than i thought i would like i have said a bunch you know i was i wasn't it wasn't that i was dreading it you know it was just that i was like i'm not gonna think it's funny because I just know my sense of humor but it wasn't the type of humor that I thought it was going to be I just kind of roped it in with all of the other horror spoof movies that I kind of assumed it would be so that was on me Um, well I'm glad I I know this was a hard sell for you when I was like we got to put this on the schedule you were like "Eh," but I know I know (laughs) I'm glad you made it through I'm glad you made it through I did I did (laughs) all right some trivia so Sean and Ed's friendship is actually based on Simon Pegg and Nick Frost when they shared a flat together. So they really are best friends in real life. That's cool. And you can kind of tell, like, they have kind of like when kind of throwing it back to a quiet place, you know, one of the best chemistries I've seen on screen was between Emily Blunt and John Krasinski because they're actually married in right, real exactly. life. And it, it, you can tell when actors are either married or best friends or actually just have a great deal of respect each for each other off screen because it's brought to that on screen right exactly nick frost he kept his genitals shaved throughout the whole production so that he (laughs) it it created a genuine need for him to scratch his balls because he would do that constantly or the character needed to constantly (laughs) i love that oh that's so funny yeah and then this whole movie i'm sure you caught a bunch of it but especially when you rewatch it you'll catch more things that there's so many things in the background or things that they'll say that mean something so when Ed attempts to cheer Sean up in the pub the, after, you know, Liz breaks up with him, everything he's talking about with the binge drinking is stuff that happens the next day. So he talks about, and he says it in terms of drinking. So he talks about Bloody Mary, which is the checkout girl in the backyard. Her name tag literally says Mary. Mm-hmm. He says, bite at the king's head, which the king is Philip, and someone bites at his head. Couple mm-hmm. is David and Dee. Little princess is Liz stagger back it means when they're impersonating the zombies bar for shots is firing the rifle at the winchester and this is all true because this is exactly what simon Pegg said in the commentary on the dvd wow that's cool yeah there's so much of that in the background like the we're coming to get you barbara things like that all over the place if you're a horror fan they obviously, because it's a horror spoof movie, leave a lot of these, like, Easter eggs. But I'm just saying, like, this one's obviously a zombie horror film. So they, like, left, like, the Barbara thing. Like, you get to pick mm-hmm. up on a lot of those things. But, yes, it's Dawn of the Dead. But they left a lot of other things thrown in there for other things. And they do that, I'm sure, a lot with horror spoof movies. And if I watched more, I would know that. But I don't. So, <laughs> You know, I did like this movie. It's hard for me to rate this with, like the other things we rate because it's so different so for what it is like i would watch it again but it's like a little bit more than middle of the road but not quite a four so i guess that kind of get gives it like have these for me so i probably give it like a three and a half to a four like somewhere in there it's just kind of hard to rate because it's like it's just so different than what we normally you know what i mean yeah yeah so that's hard for me yeah i 
10 to rate above you, it seems always. Not a 5, but definitely a 4. This is a great movie. I'll def- yeah. If any time it's on, I'll definitely sit down and watch it. Yeah, if you're just like scrolling, you're like, oh, definitely. No oh, yeah, and I'm asked. so happy you actually liked it. I was so scared. I did. No, no, I, it was well done. And I, I will definitely give them that. They made a good film. Good for them. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. We appreciate you being here. As you probably know, you can find us on all of our social medias at the Extra Sisters Podcast. It really helps if you like us on our Instagram or follow us on Facebook or Twitter. Twitter is at the Extra Sisters. If you're from Great Britain, the UK, let us know. Do you eat in your pubs? Is that a thing? Yeah, tell us, please. We're ignorant. We don't don't travel. We can't afford that shit. So theextrasisters at gmail.com. And thank you so much to our patrons. We love you guys. Thank you for supporting us. And if you would like to join our Patreon family for extra content and all of that fun stuff, you can check out. There are only two tiers. You can find us on patreon.com slash podcast. And next time. Just because you're invited doesn't mean you're welcome. Till then, stay creepy.